I'm good. How are you? Oh, bloody good. State of Origin Game 2 tonight. Excited. Pumped. Yes. Wearing our Queensland gear here. Queensland all the way. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing blue in this place. How good's that? (laughs) It's great. Yeah. Not a a speck of blue to be seen. Oh, wait. Uh, Wait. What's that on the video? Mm. Here we (laughs) go. Special guest, (laughs) Mr. Stephen J. Whiteley. It's a small glimmer of hope, boys. That's what's on your video screen. A small glimmer of hope in an otherwise void of maroon and tastelessness. How are you, gents? Great. Good, mate. Hey, while we're, I'm, I'm just going to jump straight into Origin. Stick that in your mouth. I'm just going to jump straight into Origin, even yeah. though it's going to be over by the time this comes out. Yeah, well and truly. Yeah. Blues have had a few changes this time around. They have, yeah. except they haven't had the one that I reckon we needed. Ooh. Seven changes. What, the coach? <laughs> no, no, I've never been a big fan of changes. No, I still, for the life of me, I'm scratching my head going, where the fuck is that O'Carr? Yeah, um, right. Actually, I've heard a little bit of that the last week. The Fox needs to be there. I'm glad as a Queenslander. Well, if, you look at, if you look at game one, the one thing that New South Wales didn't have, that Queensland did, other than points on the board, we haven't got any explosive fast runners. Yeah, we haven't got yeah. people who can bust the line and then bolt like scolded fucking cats. Yeah, yeah. You guys have got speed down the side and you with Munster and stuff like that, you've got speed up the middle as well. We don't have it. We needed either <laughs> Latrell Mitchell or Adokar, if not both of them, and we've got neither of them. Now, if yeah. Freddie turned around and said he didn't pick him in the first one because of the lapse in form or whatever, since then he scored... Five tries in three games. He single-handedly, I reckon, arguably single-handedly led the Canterbury Banks down Bulldogs to the first time they've won back-to-back games since 2019. What the fuck isn't he pulling on in New South Wales? still not getting a run. Here, here. I agree with you. I don't really care about New South Wales, but you're absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, what I don't – it it does my fucking head in seven changes and he's not one of them. Yeah. Is he not allowed in Western Australia or something? (laughs) <laughs> oh, who knows, mate? Th- this is what I'm doing my head in. I'm going, is there something personal between him and Freddie? Did yeah. he kiss in Freddie's wheat fix in the last camp or something? Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't fathom it. But um, I mean, seven changes I don't care about. If if, if if that's what we need, that's what we need. Are you, um, are you a little bit nervous going up against the greatest origin coach in history? <laughs> he's got a 100% success rate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's, 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 nothing he but wins. Should quit now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you did bring back Gerbo though. Jakey is yeah, he's he's, he's going to be great in the front row. He should be in the front row every week for Manly. We see the same. I've been I've been nervous ever since we didn't win game one because yeah. I I don't think we've got a snowball's chance in hell of winning a decider at Suncorp Stadium. Never know. Uh, it's well. hard enough to win any game at Suncorp Stadium against a Queensland side, whether it's. It doesn't matter whether it's the Maroons, the Broncos, the fucking the Reds, whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Suncorp, hey, it's our Suncorp Stadium. <laughs> you know, everyone describes it as being like a a fourteenth player for for the Queensland team. Yeah, yeah. As a as a sports team, you can't afford to lose at your on your home turf. It doesn't matter what sport it is, whether you're playing cricket, whether you're playing football, whether you're playing rugby league, whatever. Particularly you, in an Origin series. You throw away a hometown event. Yeah, yeah. And it is so and important exactly in Origin. 
Yeah. And I mean, I'm sick to death. I'm sick to death of, of trying to be the the bigger, mature, wiser person to go, as long as it's a good game, I don't care. Fuck that. I want to win. <laughs> I did, uh, what I don't want is to stare down the barrel of another fucking eight years of heartbreak mm-hmm. that we're never going to hear the end of. Oh, and we are starting um, to look like that again. It's coming together. It is coming together. Although, I, and this is this brings me back to my Addo car, to my lacking a playmaker. What... What Queensland did incredibly well in the in game one, other than scoring more points than we did, um, <laughs> they shut Cleary's kicking game down. And yeah, yeah, people people can complain about the treatment that that Cleary received and everything. And probably five or six years ago, when I was still angry and everything, I would have agreed. <laughs> now I just look at it and go, "Fuck, it's what you have to do." If Absolutely. they hadn't done that, you wouldn't have won. Got to take time um, away from him. Yeah, you, but you see, every time he got the ball on the fifth tackle, there was a Maroon player there ready to cut him in half, yeah, and they yeah, did time yeah. and time and time again. Yeah, yeah. Um, kick pressure on, on every kick yeah. as opposed to just 30% of them like they do every week, and look at the difference. Exactly, and I think you can break game down one into into three distinct periods. You had the first half, which was very even, mm. and that was reflected on the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Take out the two disallowed tries. We can argue about that till the cows come home. Queensland's always going to say they were unfair. <laughs> Queensland's, uh, New South Wales are always going to say they should have been tries. That's irrelevant. But the first half was very even, and that was reflected in the score. The second half was two halves in itself. And in the first half, Queensland had all the ball. They were doing all the attacking. And the difference is they managed to score two tries. Yeah, yeah. The second half of the first half, New South Wales had all the ball, mm. all the possession was doing all the attracting and couldn't put it across the fucking line. Yeah. And it, all in all, though, at the end of the day, seven changes after a, you know, the, it was a close game. It was a close game. In reality, like, yeah. New South Wales and do this I, all the time. They seem to absolutely freak out when they lose, even if it's by bloody, you know, two points. I don't know. You see, I don't know if it's if it's freaking out or I don't think I don't think it's what Freddie used to do, where he's taken out experienced players and replaced them with inexperienced players. Both Queensland and New South Wales, when it comes to playing Origin, a fairly young, inexperienced team. Yeah, yeah. So I guess Freddie's looking at it, going, "Well, it's not like I'm pulling a twenty-game veteran off and replacing him with a debutant." You know, like. These seven players that he's replaced, the people he's replacing with, have got just as much experience. They've got just as much talent. They've got just as much chance to make a difference. So I don't see that he's really. It's not like he's busted a fucking winning formula or anything like that. Yeah. I think he's just he's playing around with what he's got. The stars today are younger. Uh, you know, five years ago, yeah. the, the best players in the game were in their thirties, whereas they are all young guys now. It, just, it yeah, is true. But it's just the turning. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It's just a changing game. Maybe all the old fellas have earned enough money and they can retire earlier. Maybe. i tell you what, though. Those bloody New South Wales players, they got to stop biting and buying those bloody monster dummies that he's passing to the moon. <laughs> you know, it's like, he's, yeah. he's throwing dummies to no one. Yeah. Literally, like, he's, he's pretending no he's throwing no, it to no fucking to Mars. He's just launching it still. Yeah, and they go, oh. Yeah. But good for Queensland. As I said, fuck, I don't care if it's a good game or not. I just want to win. 
<laughs> We're a bit uh, non-committal just on that. Because just, just because I've started a new job and I've been talking about real big this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's be shit, so I've worn my jersey and my scarf and my beanie in every day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean, that's, yeah. that's that's the other thing up here nowadays is that there, there is literally in Brisbane at the moment probably just as many blue supporters as there are Queensland. There's, there like is a, quite a few around. It's always been that way. Yeah. I, I mean, remember one time actually coming home from your place in the afternoon, and I was on a pushy, and it was a must. It was a state of origin. Mm. You were in Redcliffe at the time, and oh, yeah. I'd ridden up there. And I was wearing a blues jersey and fuck me drunk. It took me about 40 minutes to ride. I was living in Kedron at the time. It took oh, yeah. 40 minutes, and it was just 40 minutes of just abuse. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Abuse from moving vehicles. One guy threw a beer bottle at me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and, it, I, and, and, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it was about. That's what it was about. Yeah. It was just, to me, that's what sports about. I keep trying to explain it to Jess, my wife. Like she doesn't sport. She doesn't. Yeah, no, mine. Yeah, but we went up to Mount Cutha today, and I had my blues jersey on. Walking past Queenslanders, and they'd give me grief. Going, one of us will be smiling tomorrow. Yeah. And, oh, you're. <laughs> then I saw another bloke who was in a car. He had his blues jersey on. Who stopped traffic to fist pump me out the window. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and I said, I said to Jess, I said, that's what sports about. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, even if we do lose tonight, at least we get a decider, right? That's right. How yeah. good's that going to be? Yeah, the best. Mm. Consider we'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Up in the nosebleeds. <laughs> yeah, Love up it. in the nosebleeds. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I was about to say, hovering 15,000 feet. <laughs> <laughs> if we make it there. You guys will be Jackson. swatting the drone cameras away from you. Yeah. <laughs> I will yeah. make it there. I'll get a see. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. We should probably move on, though. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to steer us back to our last pod, man. Yeah. Um, where I, I reviewed the Fast and Furious or Point Break movie. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Yes. <laughs> you, you've been catching up. I have. Last month. I've, I've, I've caught up. Well, now, no, I haven't, actually. I've watched seven freaking Fast and Furious movies now. That's a good catch up in a few weeks. Yeah, man. It's I watched all right. literally all of them, too. Yeah, I'd seen, I think we decided I'd seen three of them back yeah. in the, yeah, last step. Um, there's some crazy shit in these movies. <laughs> yeah, there is. Oh, they just get crazier and crazier as they go on. Like, yeah. what What can we do to outdo ourselves from last time? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, from- I, hear, I hear the next one's actually being set in space shuttles. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the space race. Space shuttles. Well, <laughs> they, they have been to the moon almost, haven't they? <laughs> in orbit? Yeah. Number say? nine, yeah. Yeah. Been ridiculous. Yeah. Well, <laughs> could you imagine? I would, I would just love – I'd just love to get an invite. Like, I don't do substances anymore, but I would make an exception <laughs> if the guys who came up with that shit invited me to a brainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> we need ideas for the next film. Swallow this, drink this, snort this, smoke this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that comes into your head. Wildest idea wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it. Fast, Nothing's off the table. Fast and Furious, Jupiter Drift. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to put rings around Mercury. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you can see the picture now. It's just a Goodyear tire floating around. Oh, man. Ringing that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a bit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very Bond Triple X now. Yeah, it's, it is. It's no longer, yeah, just appealing to Bogans who love drag racing. It's not about the cars now. It's just action. It's, oh, about, no. it's about family. 
<laughs> you, you, touched you touched on it before. You said Point Break. Like, yeah, I was a massive fan of the original Point Break. I, I saw that like nine times at the movies. Yeah, great movie. Wait, Holy the crap. original when it first came out back in what was it, 1990, 91 yeah, or something about like that. And I never saw the new one. And then it was I was watching TV the other night and I just, as I was clicking through, the title comes up on the bottom and said, point break. I was like, sweet, I can totally handle me some Keanu right now. Yeah. And it was the new one. Oh. And I literally, now I get why old people yell at the television. I yeah. was then, what is this shit? This isn't point break. Fucking bullshit. The Ozaki 8 just doesn't have the same ring to it. The Ozaki 8. Yeah. Have you, sorry to, Again, plug other podcasts and whatnot, but about even the Hello Sport guys. Yeah, do that's the, where they got it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of the dudes that they know is in that movie. Is no shit. Yeah, really. The in the second movie. Ah, yeah. Some Luke, maybe Luke, point, someone. Point Break Two, Point Breaking. Yeah. It's an Aussie guy. Yeah, and and those fellas know him. Look, yeah, interesting. It's not a patch on the original. Yeah, they rarely are, aren't they? Um, as I was saying, they did. They tied it together well. Yeah, yeah. As far as big dumb action movies go, yeah, they tied it together well. I was pretty pretty impressed yeah, with that's that. That's the thing about big dumb action movies is that you don't. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be smart as long as it. As long as at the end you can go, oh yeah. They, it can take the biggest side step sideways. It can be the most illogical thing in the world. Yeah. And people still go, oh, yeah, fucking, no, that could happen. Yeah, could yeah, happen. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. See, one guy I love is, is Guy Ritchie, the guy responsible for Lock, Stock and Two Stone. Oh, yeah. and He's and a rock and genius. He started out well. He takes, he takes seven movies in one movie and yeah. then gets it all to tie up at the end. And yeah. it's all fucking logical. He does it without car races and jumping a fucking yeah. billion-dollar sports car from one high-rise building to another <laughs> in it. the middle of the stuff desert <laughs> after Ronda Rousey's just showed up to kick the shit out of some chick. <laughs> yeah. Just because. <laughs> yeah, he's one. The Gentleman, did you see that one? I think nah. that's one of his yes. latest ones. That was great. Yeah, okay. It's a fairly star-studded, as most of his movies are anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the, gentleman. the story. No, yeah. I haven't seen them. Quite good. Yeah. It's again, it's like he did seven, some shitters though, too. Seven different stories to tie up into yeah, one okay. at the end, so it's hard to sort of. Yeah, yeah. If my memory serves me correctly, The Gentleman is about a uh, marijuana. Yes. Wow, uh, yeah. Yes. I remember her. <laughs> <laughs> if you met her, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let uh, that sink in. <laughs> right, so what's next? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. What is next, Steve? What are we? What are we hitting up next? Oh, yeah. No, no. Let's keep revisiting last episode. Yeah. The Steve Kerr stuff. We Steve talked about Ke- gun violence. Yeah. And congratulations to America. They had one day this month without a mass shooting. One day. Yeah. Woo! How good. <coughs> were the were the ammo stores closed? Or? Must have yeah. must have been. Yeah. Thought that was pretty good. Anyway, but without jumping without jumping on a bandwagon or steering this towards the cause, the ultimate irony that a state or the same. Supreme Court, yeah, uh, who just passed a law dialing back the restrictions on being able to carry guns in public uh, in New York, making it easier for people. So basically, there was a law that said in New York and similar states, you needed to have a good reason to carry a gun in public, or right. you weren't allowed to. Yep. 
I think that's pretty fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Sure is. Last week, the Supreme Court went, fuck, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, no. What? Well, you, know, you can just, as long as, as long as you've got a license for your gun, you can carry it in public. And if someone says, why are you carrying it, you can just go for my own protection. That's the only reason you need. Jesus Christ. Right? Yeah. But yet, yeah, that same Supreme Court yesterday turned around and said, Abortions are no longer legal because lives are valuable. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're taken by a gun, which it doesn't matter uh, then. I shouldn't be laughing at that, but it's, yeah. Yeah. It it's is laughable. The, irony, the absolute mind numbing stupidity and <laughs> contradiction. Someone put a really good meme on social media today. It had a picture of a gun that said, uh, legal to carry. Um, what was it? Yeah, legal to carry. A picture of a pregnant woman, illegal not to carry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and someone also raised a very important point. It's the last thing I'll say about it, that a 16-year-old girl is not allowed to adopt a child because she wouldn't be financially, emotionally or anything stable enough to raise that child, but she's not allowed to get rid of one for exactly the same Yeah, wow. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. political stuff aside, back to the actual sport element of Steve Kerr, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. Winning their four. Yeah, I, was, I was actually just—I was just changing the subject. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as much. Yeah, they beat the Boston Celtics in the, the amount. The amount of sports hats that I own that have just been thrown back into the cupboard in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> I can see one more that's going back in tomorrow. Yeah, get, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Probably um, is by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four titles. What we should in do is true, true, true Hollywood style. We should record two endings. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations. But yeah, nine titles to him as a player and coach. Eight. Hey, while we, I'm, it seems now I'm the special guest. I get to fucking do what I want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is sport related. This whole Rebel Golf League. The Live League, the the Greg Norman. I haven't heard. Have of you guys it. been keeping up with this? No, never heard of it. No. <laughs> what is golf a sport? Right. I so it was a hobby. Greg, it's like cigar Greg, smoking. Have you have you ever played it? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> once. It's a sport. Oh, all right. We won't bother then if you guys don't know what, what's going on. <laughs> I, I can't even get a golf ball up off the ground. I like, can't see ten meters in front of me. So if I hit a golf ball, like where'd that go? <laughs> well. Basically, what happened was Greg Norman decided that, and he he was right. Um, he decided that the PGA uh, basically had the monopoly over the entire sport of golf. Yeah. And he went, I've got more money than God, <laughs> and so have my mates. So he just went, I'm going to start my own golf competition. I'm going to triple the fucking pay rate, the prize mm-hmm. money. Um on top of that, I'm going to pay people. He's paying some golfers. I won't name names because I don't want to be misquoting, but he's paying people. We are saying hundreds of millions of dollars to come yeah, and play. Right. Yeah, wow. Well. Yeah. And the PGA have kicked up a huge stink because they can't compete with it. They released a statement last week saying we can't compete with these prizes. Wow. But everyone got upset because half his backers are from Saudi Arabia. Wow. Uh. <laughs> and so everyone's trying to put this big spin on it, going, "Oh, you're taking blood money in these people." Oh, and Jesus these people Christ! Um, so I was going to see if you guys had any opinions on it, because as far as I'm concerned, if you're a sports person, you go where you're a business person at the end of the 
day. It's the same as being an entertainer. It's the same as being self-employed. You go with the money. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah, I mean, golf's a little bit different because you can play that until you're dead. But uh, yeah, even I totally agree. I play like I'm dead. <laughs> so it's basically it's the Super League of golf. That's exactly where my head went. Yeah. This is like the IPL yeah. of golf. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is. Why not? I thought I was sponsored. I thought I was sponsored once. I was wearing a Nike shirt while I played golf, and they rang me up and offered me money to take. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Yeah, the Saudi Arabia elements. I mean, doesn't the Saudis? They kind of just back everything in America. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but they, they yeah, anyway. It does we'll, we'll run the risk of getting political again, which is <laughs> they, they referred back to one incident where uh, Saudi Arabians killed an American journalist basically like on film and they've never Damn. actually come out and denounced it or apologized or said we're sorry and now Americans are going, You're not allowed to kill only we're allowed to kill Americans, okay? <laughs> we are the only ones that are allowed to kill our own people. Was that gun purchased in America? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, hey, just back to Steve Kerr. Yeah. Is he does that Can his- we not change the fucking subject? No, no, we're not letting you get away with this. Um, Fuck. His wins that make him one of the greats now, or is he on the on the track? It's it, he puts you up there. Yeah, I mean four. So I oh, don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote some Seven. numbers down. Would you believe I wrote some numbers down? Uh, I get so unlike you. So he's got a playoff winning percentage of seventy three percent, which is the best in NBA history. Yeah, wow. Um, at his current rate, he'll end up as one of the greats because. Well, he's getting one every two years, right? Phil Jackson, he had 11 in 20 years, so he's better. But he had Michael Jordan and then Kobe and Shaq. And Shaq. <laughs> Red Auerbach, he won nine in 20 years with Bill Russell, you know, again, another generational talent who did then they, took over as the coach and won two Boston more. Boston as well? They were Boston. Oh, they were Boston. They were well, Boston. No one likes you. <laughs> <laughs> they were Boston. Look, it's one in your favour. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Riley won five in 24 years with um, the Showtime Lakers back in the day. And my man Pop. Gee, what are they just fucking giving them away now, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Oprah's sponsoring the NBA now. And you get a ring and you get a ring. <laughs> it is kind of weird, isn't it? There's been oh, – it's probably not that much different from rugby league. There's there's like in the fast, last 50 years there's been half a dozen really good coaches, you know what I mean, that just won everything. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. There's been a few here and there, but yeah, interesting. What's it? Bennett, Bellamy. I don't even really. Is there really even that many super coaches? Yeah. Not not here. Jack Gibson, Wayne Bennett, Craig Bellamy. That's it? Yeah. I don't tell Phil Gould. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's origin coach, but. You're yeah. dreadfully upset. Oh, Trent Robinson could be one of these, I reckon. And maybe now. Nah. Could. Cleary could no, end I reckon up. he's pushing it there. Yeah. Yeah, just, just trying, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, anyway, long story short, uh, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, yeah, I'm not a Golden State Warriors fan, but I do like that team. Hey, um, should we jump jump to some Dolphin news? You want to get into some Dolphins news? Dolphins news? Oh. Yeah. What yeah. do you reckon? Yeah, why not? Have you watched where we're at? Did I haven't even seen. Did we play this weekend? How fucking bad am I? I yeah, I, <laughs> like, I've been. I'm coming off a week of being sick, so I've done absolutely bugger all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I've been in a in a weird <laughs> scenario at work yeah. where 
There's turmoil and shit. So, oh, no. Yeah, it ain't fun. Retailed. Yay. But we're in the top top eight, which is good. Seventh, last time I looked. Fantastic. i got to say, Trey Fuller and Valence Tefare. Oh, my God. They are ripping and a tearing. Ripping and tearing. Yeah. Ooh. Have you watched anything from, like, the highlights that I've been posting from Big Val? I haven't, no. Holy shit, man. He's he's in our NRL squad for next year. Yeah. He guaranteed. is a monster. Nice. Think Jonah Lomu, Conrad Harrell, style player, Mr. Whiteley. He is a yeah. beast. He's played three games ah, this year. He's got... Yeah. <laughs> he's played three games this year. He's got seven line breaks already. He's he's scoring tries for fun. Hey, yeah. Is there any other reason to score them? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and I just so- got this mental image you now. Asterix and Obelix. Just Obelix is running through the slaps. I always thought it was Obelix. There you go. Yeah. Uh-uh. Get the oh, out. the tap dancing out, dogs coming dancing to say hello. Get. <laughs> Fucking get. Is that one of your children? No. Yeah, I no. don't talk to them that nice. That's the dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's, That's why he I comes shut, in on my, my, comes in on the timber floors and he's like a tap dance, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I, am. Uh, I, I do it to my dogs deliberately. <laughs> I like throw stuff just to watch them lose traction. <laughs> <laughs> Fat staffies, because we had carpet. It was really unfair on the dogs. We in this house with carpet. And then about oh six months ago, I laid vinyl flooring yeah. planks, the timber flooring plank. Yeah. yeah, and the dogs had no idea. So the first thing they did, I did was just throw balls down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a bit like those um that that thing that you shared with me on TikTok. The uh, treadmill races. Oh, yes. we try to do that video. <laughs> yeah. That looks like fun. Yeah, we definitely so should. So people get their treadmills going full ball and then they have Put matchbox like, cars toy on. cars and balls and bottles of drink just like rolling on it and, yeah, basically last one standing is the winner. I want to I do it. It doesn't like, take much to entertain me, let like, me tell you. Like treadmill bet, like <laughs> yeah. sports bet kind of thing. We'll get, yes. we'll get people betting on it and shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, we, we could make an income out of All this. All right, let's do it. <laughs> but anyway, back to the Dolphins. Um Lachlan Tim, he's the other guy that's impressed me. Yeah? Yeah. The team's looking good, man. I think they're going to go a long way this year. Shaky start, but they're slaying it now. Turning it around. Nice. Yeah. It's be interesting to see what happens with the Warriors boys going back to New Zealand too. Yeah. I feel like that's going to provide some stability. Um, yeah. You- or is it going to disorient them? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess they've been there for two years, haven't they? So maybe. It's going to throw them out big time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So I bet the groundskeeper at Morton Stadium is fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Stop these bastards running around every fucking weekend. <laughs> Such a beautiful field. <laughs> Was it after last week? They had games all day and all into the yeah. night. Yeah, they've done that a few times Shit this year. would have been tore right up. Yeah. Yeah. we like sleeve of wizard. No. <laughs> but I I'm just – just to digress for a second, how good a job have the groundskeepers been doing at getting these playing surfaces back oh. after the floods and the torrential downpours and everything like that? And then what was it? Only like <coughs> excuse me, three weeks after fucking it was seven yeah. foot underwater. They played the magic round at yep. Suncorp. That's and I think I think it held up. 
Yeah, yeah dead. Absolutely. My thoughts on yeah. Magic Round. We went. We were there for the Sunday, and I thought, oh, this is just going to be. Just going to be mud. Slush. But it wasn't. It, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't tore up or anything. And it was still raining yeah. on and off too. And, yeah, it was great. Yeah, shout out. So, well yeah. done. Good point. Well done. You're welcome. That's why I'm the, the special guest. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, the only other thing about the, the dolphins that I wanted to, to bring up yeah, something I was sad about. Oh. It's a, I had it, uh, a little conversation with the cousin of a former dolphins player who – and and that's Tom Opachik, and he was really wanting to come back to the club, and nothing's happened, and now he's signed to go to England. So, oh no, that's a little bit sad. I was I was actually did his people reach out? I have no I idea. Know. I'm not involved with the club, but mm. yeah, apparently he he was actually really keen to come home, and it didn't happen. Boo. <laughs> Anywho, uh, only signing news is we signed Jared Wallace from the hapless Titans. Yeah. Does that? I was going to say, does that change your opinion on coming to the Dolphins next year? <laughs> nah, you'll be all right once you get the right. coaching. Nice. Gets gets out of I the goalie. I, I don't know what to blame the Titans on. <laughs> uh, it's got to be something to do with the Gold Coast. And someone someone yeah. raised a good point recently, saying that the players don't come because they're actually invested in the team. They can just come for the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. you hear that a lot. And the money, because there's no, there's absolutely no heart in that team at all at the moment. I can see Lissomo about Ali. Um, he, <laughs> he's just one bowel movement, that guy. Um, but he's <laughs> he's taken it seriously, and he's shouldering a lot of the responsibility. Yeah. And I think he wants to make it work. He's taken the role of captain on, but you can be the greatest captain in the world if you've got a team full of numpies that don't play together and have got no heart and have got yeah. no spirit. And are quite, That's it. they honestly, this is why I bumped them, was because they seemed quite happy to lose. They'd never seemed dejected. They never seemed to take it to heart. They'd always just be there going, oh, yeah, well, you know, we didn't do too well and there's always next week. No, there's fucking not. How yeah, about the yeah. game you can't complain? Anyway. It is, yeah. No, you can't, can't disagree with that. But anyway, on that note, um, I don't have anything else about the Dolphins. Do you? Uh, no, that's all the Dolphin stuff. We no. still haven't. I can tell you, we're currently, we're currently sitting in seventh position on the ladder. Ah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yep, we've moved up. Uh, we have 13, 13 points. Looking uh, we're good. We're above the Tigers, just below the Black Hawks. Yeah. The Bears are out in front at the moment on 22 points. What they should do is take the Bears and fucking put them all in Titans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got one of those guys from Burley coming up to play in the NRL squad next year too, actually. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, the only reason I'm trying to call this is because I need to go to Lou. So Uh let's take a quick break and we'll come back and get into the rest of the world of sport, eh? Cool. Sounds good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> was that how we do it? <laughs> that was golden. <laughs> cool. Um, we're jumping into some other sports now. Um, let's go some NRL. Yeah, yeah. What's happened? It's been a lot, actually. We're we're in the middle of well, at the arse end of rip round right now. Sadly, New South Wales has absolutely cleaned up this weekend. They got yes. both the uh, the under nineteens boys and girls. They won both of those. Yes. The NRLW, they won that for the first time in three years. 
See, none of that means shit because if you lot win again this year, I'm not going to be able to go, oh, yeah, but we won the under-19s and the women's one and you guys are going to go, yeah, fucking <laughs> you guys are the tops. You're not. You're going to go, no one gives a shit about that one. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> but if you win so, it I mean, all, you'll be able to say clean sweep. But, but what if you win it all? Then you're just going to rub it all in our faces. Yeah. That's what the Dolphins used to do back in the day. <laughs> win all the grades. Sure. Anywho, sure, I've never actually that, that I'd never actually contemplated that being an option. <laughs> <laughs> the um the tests have been great. Did you watch a New Zealand yes. game in that? I didn't watch it because I turned it on and it, uh, at I think forty minutes in it was like twenty points to four to New Zealand. Yeah, right. <laughs> I tell you, and being. Oops, sorry. I was going to say being normally being on the receiving end. I hate watching blind bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon that that New Zealand squad could they're they're going to be a threat to Australia's dominance. They're looking damn good, in my opinion. So, but did they have any serious competition though? Well, Tonga beat Australia only recently. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they look pretty damn good, and they so, beat them, held them to six points. Forgive my ignorance. Is Australia in this current rep round now? No, nah, no, nah, because okay. we're all the Australian, all the Australian players are playing state of origin. I was going to say how they do that because yeah, the yeah. best players are sort of and tied that, up. That has been a bit of controversy over the last couple of weeks with selection and whatnot. Yeah, right. Players saying I don't want to play for my country. I want to play for New South Wales, etc. Yeah, okay. Um, I got a question too. Forgive my ignorance. Did fucking Israel Folau end up playing for anyone? Uh, I don't actually know that. Who was he? What was what? What sports he? Oh, even I don't know. He's. He's jumped countries more often than he's jumped football countries. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right there. Um, I don't know if you guys Preston. saw it and whether you're going to care to listen to it, but did you see the end of the game, the Fiji and um, PNG game, where they do the the prayer or whatever you call it? No. Dead set, it is like 34 bloke, no, yeah, a 34-man version of Boys to Men. Oh, really? It is unfucking real Check this out. I'll play it on the phone. Uh, it's going to sound awful, but here, listen to this. Is this after a win or a loss? That's both teams together oh, after the game. Yeah, they, right, just, eh? they just all sit down together and, yeah, embrace. And Wow. And it's amazing, isn't it? That's cool. Yeah. I was absolutely, like, I had chills watching that last night. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, anyway, that's just me. But, oh, uh, so it turns out, turns out, I've been doing my own research. Oh. Uh, apparently, uh, Israel Folau's Tongan. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was supposed to. He was supposed to play, but he's not on the team list. Really? But apparently, did Katoni Stags as Tom? Yeah. And yeah. Andrew Peter. Yeah, Stags was awful because he played at six. Did, they, did you? So that would explain why he's not in New South Wales' team tonight. Then. 
No, I thought that no. was because he was shit in game one. He wasn't shit. He just. I don't reckon he was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> he just didn't get an opportunity, and he got uh, hurt. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of which, we've yeah. only got an hour and a bit till the game, so we better hurry the fuck just up. Speed this shit up. <laughs> Um, I reckon what we should do if we if we keep this going with me as a special guest star and everything like that next next year we should watch it together. Oh, yes. absolutely! Yeah, oh, we do yeah. the like those game companions. Yep. Actually, speaking of which, Hello Sport and Bloke in a Bar are doing that tonight. Are they? We should watch that. We'll listen to that instead of the instead of Gus Channel Bill Nine banging yeah. on because he's a fuck. You guys, are you guys old enough to remember when Roy and HG used to do it? Oh, no. like the two thousand Olympics. And then after that? I remember yeah. the Olympics. That was brilliant. Yes. No, back in the day, um, Roy and HG used to commentate the state of origin. And what you'd do is you'd all get together and watch it on Channel 9 because this was before the days of Foxtel or streaming yeah. or any of that. Yeah. Um, yeah you'd all down. get together, watch it on Channel 9, but you'd have your radio tuned to Triple J. Yes. Oh, it was fucking classic. It was, it was so much better. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> See, sometimes being old has its Ruin Age were awesome. What have happened to those guys? They got old. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it fucking happened. It'll happen to you one day. Woke, the woke society took over. And I already you can't am make old. Jokes like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think they ever got. I don't think they ever got cancelled. I think they just gave up. Yeah, oh, okay. Right. Speaking of the woke society. Yeah. Did yes, you see the the, the trans women aren't allowed to play in the Rugby League World Cup? I don't disagree with that. Me neither. I mean, no. you. I'm all for you do you. Yeah, absolutely. You do you, boo. You want to. But, but not when it comes to contact but sport. when it comes into sport, no. That's, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's just blokes totally bashing agree. tricks. Totally agree. Same as MMA. Get them out. Oof, yeah. Yep. That, oh, yeah, some of that shit's fucking brutal. I haven't seen that. They actually do that. Yeah. Far yeah, out. Felon Fox. Oh yeah, that would be brutal. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's. There's, been, there's been some damage done too. Oh yeah, yeah, no. No, yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. And unfortunately, my attitude, and I make myself uncomfortable, but I don't care. I'll throw myself. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> um, it is everybody's right to choose, um, and it's the same as anything that boils down to a choice. If, if you choose to make those decisions and you choose that there are going to be consequences to those and that's yeah. – yeah. Like right. I'm not saying – Exactly. I agree. To be, yeah. 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 You can't step out the, outside the norms and not expect people to say something. Yep. But anywho, <laughs> geez, we, we keep bordering on political, don't we? we? Ah, it's – yeah, it's okay. That's what yeah. happens. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway. So the Warriors camp, it's a bit of shit going on down there. They're leaving Redcliffe. That's the worst thing. No. <laughs> Nathan Brown, gone. And not just gone. He's just gone. You know what? I don't like coaching anymore. I'm done. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just he just retired. He said, <coughs> he said if I'm going to do anything, next thing I'm going to do is uh, try and work for a young coach to try, and, to try to, sorry, to help him to not have the same experience yes. as me. I think we, we, we touched on that last time, didn't we? Maybe. Yeah. Stacey Jones, Mental. New Zealand legend has stepped in though. That's pretty damn cool. I like that. Like, I think that's what New Zealand needs to do. They need to get full Kiwi again. Yeah. It's just been a lot of years where they've sort of had a lot of Aussies in the team. I don't know. Back in the day, you remember Whiteley, like when the New Zealand made the grand final and whatnot, there was no Aussies in that team. You know what I mean? It was tribal. 
<laughs> it was a, <laughs> it was Australia versus well, New Zealand kind of thing. <laughs> While we're talking about coaches and and and, and uh, the Bulldogs, yeah, another one. Yep. How good is everyone's asking the question, and I have to as well. How long is it going to take before they turn around and say, "Look, Potter, you can keep the job." It's an interesting thought, isn't it? Well, why wouldn't you? You've had a bloke who's, who's stepped in at the very last minute to a sinking ship and all of a sudden he hasn't just fucking stopped it from sinking. He seems to have pointed it in the right direction as well. Yeah. Have they had three out of four wins since he's taken over? Two out of three, something like that? Two out of three, I think. Two out of three. And um, Burton and Adam. It's the first time they've won back-to-back. First time they've won back-to-back games since 2019. Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> That'd be get, – get that man a contract now. Yeah. Burton and Adokara yeah, are just definitely. looking dynamic. Like that that combination is is electric right now. Yeah. Burton's – But, I mean, I think, see, I've always been – because I'm an English Premier League fan and it's – that's always – that's the norm in, in English soccer, English Premier League, is if the team's – Doing shit, sack the coach. Yeah. Sack the coach, sack the coach. And being a Manchester United fan, it's been happening to us ever since Sir Alex Bergman. <laughs> so I've, I'm always against sack the coach. But after sitting back and watching this, I think there can be some advantages to it because, you know, look at the Titans. Like you've got the same coach, you've got the same players, you've got the same result. But if you change that coach and bring in a breath of fresh air who gives you some hope, who gives you a light at the end of the tunnel, who gives you direction, then maybe you can breathe life into a team Back that into those players. Yep. Absolutely. And you can tune a coach out. Like they, they say that no coach has got a longer than five-year term. Oh, you know, that's been proven wrong many times yeah. over. But, um, oh, look, yeah, look at Madge at the Tigers, you know. He, he never got the best out of that lot. Actually, since he's gone, I think they've gone even worse. I was going to say, yeah, they haven't done much better though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think they've gone. But, yeah. it's, but when you when you look at that, and you, exactly what you said is exactly right, Steve. That you can you can tune a coach out, and especially when that coach is saying the same thing week in, week out, week in, week out. You yeah, switch off. And so, but then so let's have a look at some other teams. Who can be doing the Titans? Got to be certainly looking at tuning Holbrook out because for he sure. is literally just saying the same thing week in, week out. Yeah, yeah. And then it could be said for Ricky at, at Canberra. Yeah. I feel like he just deserves that role, though. I don't know why. Like, he's just Canberra. <laughs> I don't know whether that's said as a positive or a negative. <laughs> yeah. Look, you're a shit cup. You had the rain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then you get the other guys. Like, look at, um, again, my one of my heroes, Greg Popovich and uh, Wayne Bennett and Craig Bellamy. There's more of them. They've just moved with the game. As the game's changed, yeah. they, they've changed their style. They've yeah. reinvented themselves over and over and over again. Hang on, wait a second. Let's get all philosophical. Do they move with the games or are they the ones creating mm. the change? It's ah. a very good point. Yeah, it's a very good point. Because you look at Bennett, you look at Bellamy, they're the ones that bring in the young players. They're the ones that bring in the new styles of attack and the new yeah. formations and the new... So are they moving with it or are they creating? That's Is that a- what separates a great coach from a mediocre coach? I love Absolutely. it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's an unanswerable question, but it's an awesome one well, to no, ask. I just <laughs> <laughs> There's heaps, heaps that's going on. I'm, I'm high fiving the shit out of myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, shit, still on. What else have we got? Um, 
I listen. I've started listening to um, shit. The Magic Sponge. It's called. There's this dude that's he's he runs a I don't know what it is social media page group whatever you call it um, called NRL Physio. He's actually a physio. He I don't know maybe he does some shit with these clubs. Um, he had Jarrell Yao Yi on the show and shit. If that poor bastard is not still suffering ten years after because it's ten years now. Doing what, what? that career-ending injury. What was his injury? He's the one that had the compound fracture of the ankle. Oh, okay, we yeah. We talked about him last, yeah, last one. Yeah, last time. Um, he, yeah, like he got addicted to painkillers. Oh, Jesus. And um, he was, he reckoned he was at the point where he was taking five endone and then heading out for a night on the town. Oh, and like just, yeah, waking up the next day, having no memory of what he'd done the previous, you know, <laughs> yeah. 24 hours and things wow. like that. So, yeah. Friends and family jumped in and saved his life, but um, he now has no painkillers and his shit has just never come good. Like he says now still, it's like there's a um, baseball on the side of his, a softball on the side of his foot. Like he can't wear normal shoes and that sort of shit. And um, he reckons he lives on the pain scale. He lives at an eight. Oh, that's no good. He said eventually it's going to get to the point where he can't take it anymore and he's just going to cut it off. Yeah. So, man. Ten years. <laughs> That's it's such a long time. He gave so much to the game too, that poor bastard. Twenty two yeah. years old and career over, but yeah, such a good listen if yeah, if you're into well, I know you're not into what uh podcast whitely, but it's a bloody good listen. Yeah, it's um I mean this is this is the hard thing when you're with being a sportsman is that um, you invest your life and everything into this and you, you make a crack at it and you think you're set for life and then in the blink of an eye it can can all end. Mm. So, you know, to a lot when you if you're taking that many as an addict myself, I'll go out on a limb and say when you're crunching that many pills, you're you're numbing more than a physical pain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um and that's where, you know, we do there's so much this is where the sport needs to look at. There's so much, you know, um, concern and everything about head injuries at the moment, HIAs mm. and looking after and everything like that. But, you know, we we really need to to be looking at the emotional and um, psychological welfare of, of people that are dedicating their lives to this one thing that can be ended in an instant. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. something that yeah. I mean there's a lot of money in the game. I'm sure that's something they can definitely Throw a few bucks at. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. On the, on the subject of KOs, um, did you see Brent Naden's effort against Manly? No, when I didn't see that one. He got knocked out in the first half and it was deemed not to be bad enough. So he ended up back on the field. Do they do the concussion test and yeah. that in rugby? Yep. Yeah. I didn't actually see the knockout. I just saw the highlights. Yeah, okay. Um, but then he let in two tries, like just totally missed his assignment. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's not up to this. He's, and yeah. his only other real involvement in the game was he spear tackled Jake Trubrovich. Oh, God. Like the worst spear tackle probably seen in years and years and years. And he was the first Tiger to get sent off in 20 years. Jesus. So pretty so, shut down. So he he remember any of two that. Two or three weeks off anyway now. Oh, he's going to have probably, I don't even know. Maybe it's already been given, but he'll probably yeah. have six to eight weeks, I dare say. It was a bad one. But, yeah. Has he not been to the judiciary about that yet? It was a couple of weeks ago, I think. Oh, so okay. that's been and done. Yeah, yeah, I dare say. I should have should have followed up, right? Yeah. 
Meh. <laughs> I, whatever happened with Brisbane's very biggest pain in the house, um, <laughs> wanting alcohol and gambling sponsors removed. Does he not realise where most of his money comes from? Yeah. I don't know. Is he that stupid? He probably wants Sharia law too. I, yeah. I, I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> Sadly, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Um, there's a precedent for it because apparently there are other Muslim sports people who have successfully had um, alcohol sponsors removed from their own personal oh, okay. jersey. Okay. I had He's I've not heard this argument. About removing it altogether. He's not just from his own. Just from his own personal kit. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Which, while it's unusual, I, to a degree, can see his point. He's not asking for all alcohol sponsorship to be removed from um, everybody's jerseys, but he is saying um, for Muslim people who have those beliefs, can they be given an alternate kit, which I don't think is particularly unreasonable. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, I see that now. Yeah, I don't know, but then... I think for one person to turn around and tell tell the entire sport or the entire club, you're not allowed to have alcohol sponsors or gambling sponsors or anything like that anymore. Yeah, you're telling me it's fucking dreaming. Yeah. Um, But for one person to turn around and go, I'd prefer not to have it on my person, um, I I, I think that's almost almost reasonable. Yeah, as long as he's willing to take whatever percentage of the money that goes into the game yep. from, uh, from those those sources. If You know, let's say it's 60%. If he's willing to take a 60% pay cut, deal. Yep. I'm all in well, for your pay. To be honest, I, 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 I don't think anybody's turning around and going, you know what, I'm going to drink because fucking percent. I don't think he's bringing that much money in for the fucking sponsors. So I don't, I don't think they're actually. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be losing that much revenue because Payne isn't fucking advocating what they're selling. I guess I just don't like the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, which is fair enough as well. I don't either. And sometimes, sometimes, as much as I can be a judgmental prick, every now and again I have to be play play the devil's yeah, advocate yeah. And, and just go. You know, because nobody loves um, an echo yeah. chamber, right? That's right. <laughs> Cough it up. Cough it up. Who's dying? Oh, that's me. I'm I'm on the mend. (laughs) All right. Apparently. You're honest. Yeah. Let's talk about how good your special guest is doing the footy tips over the last few weeks. I haven't haven't looked for a couple of weeks, to be honest. Once I dropped down from number one, I fuck this shit. (laughs) rigged. He's right. I was jumped up. I was. The other week, I was online for a perfect seven, and I was going to change. My tips to have the Bulldogs get up over the Eels. Fucking para. I was seven, and that was the game that was played on a Monday, <laughs> and there was about six of us in, in the Dolphins tipping one who were all on seven. Yeah. And I was like, everybody's going to have picked Parramatta to get over it. I'll change it to go for the 38. Didn't. And oh, uh, no. I'll be Eels. Uh, but I've, had, I've had two sevens in a row now. I'm chasing Deval. I'm on the heels of Deval. Oh, nice. Probably, oh, yeah, yeah. Look at that. I'm, I'm, I've, I dropped down to third. I know that. I've jumped up on there now. I'm having a look. Yeah, you're down to third. Yeah. Well done, Kirk Galbraith. Cheating fucks. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true loser. <laughs> oh, Tony Dunning. Look out, he's beating me. He's the guy that won our um, uh, double pass that we oh, gave away. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Ocean Vibes, he's calling himself. There you go. Ah, I'm glad you brought that up. I totally forgot about that. 
I'm still, I'm still beating you in the um, <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, sure. I, I haven't looked at that in like two months. So. Yeah. Well, I haven't even looked at fantasy. I picked my team two weeks before the season kicked off, and I haven't looked at it. Since. It's about the same. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I should make sure that. In fact, I, I think I think I spent most of my money on fucking turbo. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to change him out. <laughs> That's the thing. I need to actually sit down with you guys. And do, I don't even know how to change players out. <laughs> don't I don't even know how to figure it out. It's yeah, yeah. Download the app. I got too much. I don't care. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing better in my AFL tipping. I've had a couple of uh, a couple of perfect weeks in the AFL. Oh, look at that! Wow. Do you do the AFL tipping? No. No. I, I reckon I'd be shit at that. I'd be worse because it, it seems <laughs> really hard it. to pick. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a. I've got a. Um, a system. Where like, I always pick Port, always, which failed me yeah. horrendously for the first five rounds. Um, but what I do, I literally just go with the favourites and then I go back and just I'll have a gut feeling about a couple mm. and I'll go nut that one and nut that one. And it worked for me the other night. I picked the Eagles to get up and they did. Nice. Yeah. I, see, I jumped on sports bet and they had this um, this really cool multi that's like, hey, jump on this. Uh, it was paying something ridiculous. And it's um, North Melbourne and West Coast to not win another game for the rest of the season. It's like, you fuck you, I'm going to throw two bucks on that. It was going to net me, like, I was going to get me, yeah. it was like 190 bucks <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, I'm on that. <laughs> two weeks later, West Coast finally get a win. It's like, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> ruined. <laughs> no, well, what ruined me this week was uh, the Lions went down. I, I'd picked them. I thought Oof. they were going to. Yeah, I thought they would have given, yeah. Are they still, okay, it looks like we've transitioned, by the way. Yep. We are now females. Um, are the oh. Lions, um, no, that wasn't meant as a. And you're not a Yeah, one. I just messed that up. That wasn't meant as a, like a. AFL fans are females. Yeah, well, that's, that's the it way was, I took it. Yeah, no, it was just a transition thing, you know? Uh, like, yeah. That's we, all right. We can, he'll edit that out yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, now that we're over to AFL, <laughs> um, are the Lions actually gone now? Like, you had them as your no, second no, pick. No, they, they played no Melbourne and got a touch-up, which was always going to fucking happen. Weren't they on a skid, though? No. Melbourne? No, Melbourne? no, no. no, no. No, Mel, Mel, it's Melbourne and Brisbane are going to be up is the it? top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. There's a few others that are starting to come really good as well, though. It's well, Geelong are up there. I know. Frio. It's shaping I mean, up to be a really good final season series coming up. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. I'll tell you I mean, who is coming good got... is um, old Jordan Degoe. Old Degoe. Oh, you want to go Degoe now, do you? <laughs> well, we don't have to, but. Yeah. Let me Holy shit. Up. What is his go? Oh, mate, I. <sighs> I'm glad you asked. Does he rip into like that on the field as well? On the field, yeah. He he can be a game changer. Yeah. As much as I hate Collingwood because just it's ingrained in anyone who doesn't support them to absolutely hate the toothless fuckwits. Manly, yep. Yep. Um, hey, wait until they steal your fucking colours and your emblem and then come yeah. to me about fucking hatred. That's right. <laughs> what was that one? Oh, well, let's not get him started. Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide were black and white magpies for 20 years before these toothless colours. <laughs> ah, there you go. And that's without even taking into consideration the Eddie Maguire factor, even though he's no longer a Yeah, still. Ah, oh, come on. He's good. He tried to get Nick Rewald to go there. Never going to happen. I was Never I was actually happen. at Amy, I was at Amy Stadium <laughs> when Port on Collingwood, and it was only after a week or so after Eddie had released a statement saying that for as long as he lives, Port Adelaide will never get 
to be the Magpies in the AFL or whatever. <laughs> 55,000 people at ANZ Stadium because Eddie's upstairs commentating for Channel 9. 55,000 people chanting, Eddie's a wanker! <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to Christ, even the Collingwood fans joined him. <laughs> <laughs> now, back on um, Jordan Degoe, even – I don't know who she is, but Caroline Wilson, I watched her talking. Yeah, she is a – Fucking wildebeest of I'm not, I should no, she, let me refresh. Is she a bad like, I've met some nice wildebeest. She <laughs> is one of the worst media personalities in football. Let's okay. put it that way. But I didn't hate what she said. I mean I, I get the shits with I, them constantly pulling the mental health card. I didn't either. Yeah, the thing is, this is the only time I've agreed with Carrie many, Wilson. If you um, have as many words coming out of your mouth as Carolyn Wilson does, eventually oh. a couple of them happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, in his apology for the Bali incident, he sprouted about being diagnosed with ADHD. I'm like, what in the shit does that have to do with what happened? Like, absolutely can, can nothing. Can I ask you, what happened? So he was dancing with a chick. Someone's had a video of him and he's dan- he's, he's in Bali pissed dancing yeah. and he's grabbed at her top. He's with a, she's come out the next day saying nothing happened. It wasn't well, it tried villainous to or anything. Boob out or something. It's just she was into it. Yeah, she was into it. It was they were consensually getting along with each other. Well, why there are was, we talking about? I mean, we're talking about it because it's a fucking absolute media beat up, and ah. it's, this is what pisses me. I've got to rant yeah. about this shit, man. <laughs> <coughs> Starting off with his fucking apology. Um, this is what I'm talking about. This woke society bullshit. But mm. I need to zoom in because my glasses are fog, foggy. foggy. Um, <laughs> Too passionate. Yes. <laughs> I was wishing this woke society people could just be honest and not get blasted for it. It'd be a whole lot simpler. His statement would be something like, I went to Bali, got a bit pissed, had a dance and <laughs> danced with a chick and copped a bit of a feel. Yeah. Um, thank fuck she didn't have a cock. That's, <laughs> yeah. you know, cool. Case closed. Boom. Not this whole, oh, it's a saga. Um, he has to hide behind ADHD because that's what he is. This, is that what his media team are telling him? Yeah, right. Like you, you nah. need a reason. Like all these people hiding behind mental health for their their shitty behaviour. Yeah. If you do something shitty, just, just own it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, was, stuff, I stuffed yeah. up. Was was he in the shit hey, because he? Was, Who says it was fucking shitty behaviour? He's a no, young. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. If he wasn't a footballer, that would have happened, and no one would have given. I mean, a that probably happened that. 15, 15 times that night in that same bar, in that same bar. To the same 100%. fucking chick. Hundred <laughs> percent. Did he? Wasn't he on? This like, is the thing. If he, on leave, if they weren't able to slap his face on television and newspapers yep. and make money off, we wouldn't even be fucking talking. Exactly. Yeah. That's that grinds my gears as well. Yeah. He's, I, I was just, in generally happen. his behaviour wasn't shitty. I don't yeah. think he did anything wrong. Is he? Was, isn't he on stress leave or something? No. Oh, really? No. He was. They're on there. They had their buy. Yeah. So he's oh, he Yeah. He wanted to go away for a weekend. Right. So he went over to Bali for a weekend. He got the club's permission to go to Bali for a weekend. For a buy weekend. For a buy week. Yep. For a buy week in Bali. <laughs> so maybe he was looking for that cock. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. You got a <laughs> Um. I'm a massive supporter of mental health, but when they start hiding behind it for these excuses, hundred percent, I I don't get down with that. Yeah, yeah. And again, same as what you just said, Wiley. His behaviour wasn't shitty. I, in my opinion, he did nothing wrong. Mm. Nah. And I hope he tells Collingwood to fuck right off, and he comes to St Kilda next year because we need that sort of menace in the midfield. You know what I like about this is I feel like I can just like like bring up a topic and just like. Throw it, yeah, throw and, it, and then just watch you go yeah. off. <laughs> oh. Like, um, the thing is, you're exact. You're exactly right. A, 
he shouldn't have to defend his actions. No, he shouldn't. He's a, he's a young bloke. He's a single bloke. He's a sportsman. He's in the prime of his life. He went to his club. He said, I want to go to Bali for a week. We don't have training. We don't have any games. I'm not, it's not going to fucking affect the club whatsoever. The club rightfully said, yep, yeah, off you go. What the fuck did they think he was going to do yeah. in Bali? <laughs> well, he's going to go sightseeing. Like he's go over and meditate in a fucking rainforest. <laughs> he's going to go over. He's going to get on the piss. He's going to chase as much skirt as he can. Pray it doesn't have a cock under it. He's going to come back. He's going to get back into life. Life's exactly. going to move on. Everything's going to be fine. But some cunt with the camera, and this is the problem with – Society nowadays is everywhere you go, some cunt's got a camera. Yep. Someone's always got it out. Someone's always filming. And that's and what I think the issue is, is the way the media are reporting these things. It needs to be changed. Like, they're not writing yes. an episode of Game of Thrones. Like, there's no there's no protagonist or antagonist in this. There's no need for a narrative. Like, report the news. Don't try to create it. There yeah. you go. Holy shit. I didn't realise that that's, that was literally a non-event. Yeah, it was a nothing. Yeah. And that's what's so annoying. They've made – and then this is the sort of shit that will affect the young fella's mental health. Yeah. Because now this is mm. going to play on him. On the mental health thing, is Bailey Smith or Sniff? Bailey is, Sniff. Is he is he pulling the mental the health? That, He's just the, crackhead. The thing that shits me is seeing social commentators. This is the point. We don't have fucking journalists anymore. We have social exactly. commentators. Like Back us. In the day, you used to, to, <laughs> yeah. to go to university and fucking learn shit to be able to commentate. Yeah, yeah. All you need is a head and two lips and cunts that will listen to you. And the woman come out and said, it was consensual. He did nothing wrong. I saw a a byline in an article that had been written about it where someone had gone, it was consensual. That's not the point. Yes. It is the fucking point. Jesus. Yeah, 100%. That's the point. Totally the point. What that byline should have said was it was consensual, but we want to sell newspapers anyway, so we're going to make it something that it's not and force this guy into a corner. However, whoever's on his PR team that told him he should play the ADHD yeah, card yeah, yeah. That. should be fucking shot into the sun with a cannon because yeah. all you do is you diminish people who are actually suffering from exactly. mental yeah, yeah. health doesn't make you go out and fucking no. party no. on in a Balinese fucking nightclub. And it Being makes him look stupid. makes you go out. And it makes him look stupid for saying it. Yeah, 100%. The simple fact is, is he shouldn't have had to say it because he shouldn't have had no. to defend himself. Exactly right. All right. Let's go to the next uh, idiot then. Well, maybe not an idiot. Well, yeah, he's an idiot. Bailey yeah. Smith. Bailey Smith. Having Smith. a snort. Do you see that? With his little baggy. <laughs> yeah, that haircut. That haircut yeah. That's not a defense for fucking anything you're about. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess he was – he's just – Watched the State of Origin, he's, and he's gone. Fuck! Look how good Cameron Smith. Uh, yeah, sorry, Cameron Munster. Cameron Munster oh. oh. <laughs> in the off season was caught for the exact same thing. Since then, he's uh, sworn off everything, and look at him now. He's he's become a god amongst men. Yeah, is that, is you know that, you know what Smith did as well. He got rid of the stupid fucking haircut. Did he? Not not Bailey Smith. Oh, <laughs> not Bailey Smith. Cam- Cameron Smith. Oh, sorry, Cameron Munster. Munster. Cameron Munster. Yeah. yeah. See what happens? Yeah. Says the middle-aged white man with dreadlocks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, did he get rubbed out or anything? Any any consequences like, yeah, for his got, actions? Yeah, two weeks suspension for bring it like illicit substance. Bringing the game into disrepute. I don't or think that got mentioned. Bringing the game into disrepute. Yeah. Okay. Ah, there you and, go. And so again, that was actually an illegal act. And again, he claimed. Yeah. <laughs> and it was no worries. And but old Portal cl- Jordan Dagoey. Yeah. But he. <laughs> He claimed it was off-season. It's like, well, who, you know. Just for the record, Jordan sounds like he 
would be getting on it more. On the goey. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Dad jokes. Love them. Yeah. Want to oh, talk about little JHF? JHF. Jason Horn Francis. Oh, yeah. That was pretty yeah. cool. Is so, he a little dick or what? He That kid is going to be a fucking superstar. Yeah. He is going He is going to be elite. Dead set. It's a shame he's with North Melbourne because they are absolute duds. Is he just frustrated or is yeah, he actually- I, a- I think that's what it is. Looking into it a bit um, bit more today. You see this thing, Whiteley, the, he, what we're talking about? He had a crack at Todd Goldstein on field because- I don't know the context, but he had a crack at Goldstein, and I think Goldstein told him to pull his head in after he'd um, whacked. I took a swing Josh at, Kelly. Yeah, mm. but I I think he's just out there telling him to have a bit of ticker about him because he's he's embarrassed because yeah, he's right. he's a first year player. He's yeah. played what are we in round 13, 13 games or whatever it is. Right. Um, he's busting his ass, and they haven't. I don't think they've won a game. They may have won one game oh, this wow. year. Um. Kid is going to be elite. Is he? Is he potentially just like one of these natural born leaders? Yeah. But because he's young, I think he's so. coming across looking like a bit. They're going to. They're going to say he's just looking like an arrogant little hothead. Right. And I just think it's. I don't think it is that with him. No, that's cool to hear. Because um, I had an that's, opinion. That's on my it. opinion anyway. It could be that, yeah. but I. I don't think so. Um, this is the thing. This is again where we where we put the pressure on the young kids. If yeah. he doesn't show his heart, then he's got no heart and he's got no ticker. If he yeah. shows a bit of. Bluster and everything like that. Then he's arrogant. He's an arrogant little yeah. hothead. Exactly. Well, I think. I think what was maybe a little bit of his undoing though was Brent Harvey was saying uh, that basically why why would he extend and stay with North Melbourne? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brent and, Harvey's well, telling him to get. The, but Brent like, Harvey's telling him to get the fuck out of the roost. Yep. The fact that he well, liked it. The, the fact that he liked it on social media has. Oh, the 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 fake trade. Fake trade? Yeah, that's what Jason Horn Francis liked on social media. So oh, there wasn't was a the- fake trade with him and he actually liked that. Right. So it's basically saying fuck this club. Yeah. He won't he won't extend. I think I'm pretty sure rookies like in the draft, draftees have to have a I think it's a two year contract. Yeah. So I think after next year he'll be gone. Yeah, he'll he'll wow. go back to Adelaide. That's what they're saying, eh? He's already he already bought or got in trouble for Going back to South Australia on Mother's Day without club approval, so oh, he got he that, got yeah. he got told off for that. Um, he's a 19 year old kid, essentially being taken away from home for the first time in his life. He's going to be playing for Adelaide or Port in the next two two years. Like, simple go. as that. So if Port want an absolute superstar, go get him. There you yeah. go. That's my take. Well, we need uh, um, I don't know if it was an event or not. I just saw it pop up that the um, is is Tom Stewart is he is he done after knocking out Dion Prestia? I didn't see that one. You didn't see that one? No. Oh, it was a late high hit. He took him. He, he was absolutely KO'd. Face was, plant. Yeah. Last night maybe. Oh, last. Oh, yes. Actually, yeah. Yeah, he'll be done. Yeah. I think he'd come out and. If like, that was league, that'd be an eight to ten weeker. If not more. Actually, Denny Williams back in the day, that was like 14 weeks or something. I think Paddy Ryder did a late bump on someone and got two or three weeks. Mm. So it'll be depending on It was not a bump though. Yeah. It, it was, was a, savage. Yeah. It, it could, was a fucking elbow and a half. Oh, shit. Yeah, he'll be gone. <laughs> yeah. Like six to eight. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually, yeah. The center isn't really wanted to see well, what's the, the difference. It says, it says here that uh, – if they if they reckon even if they reckon it's bad, he's actually facing a three week ban. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow. 
There you yeah. go. They should all do um, it. Just take out the best player on the other team. Yeah. Like, just run out some number to occupy. The job here is done two week holiday. If the MRO judges the hit to be intentional with a high degree of impact, he'd be facing a three game ban. Wow. Shit. That's it. Why don't, if that's how easy it is to get away with stuff, or not, you know what I mean? Like how minimal the penalties are. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just like use up a bench spot? By having a thug just who just takes out the opposition's best player. Like the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what happened? <laughs> just have someone reckon, come out and just, just have a menace, just a brute. Yeah. Let's get Vinnie Jones out there. Is, everyone seems to think that it was an accident. Didn't look like it. <laughs> no, probably. Well, I yeah, everyone, a lot, of, a lot of people are coming out saying he knows he's done the wrong thing, but it wasn't deliberate. He made an error. He ran past the ball. He said, even he's come out and said, I ran past the ball and I chose to bump him. I didn't mean to do it, but it was terrible execution and I'm going to pay the price for it. Yeah. 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 Pretty small. So he admits that he went to bump him, but he didn't mean to actually like. Didn't mean to him. See, that's the other thing. I mean, you know, this is where we talk about softening the game up. I mean, you talk about players that are playing a fast-paced yeah, true. game where you've got a split second to make a decision. Yeah. And if your body part goes in one direction and their body part goes in another direction, you're still going to come together. Yeah, it's fucking good night. Fucking shit mm. That's the difference, though, between that and a deliberate spear tackle. A spear tackle doesn't yeah. happen instantly. That's a conscious thought that you go, I'm going to pick this cunt up, turn him on his head and drive him into the ground. Yeah. And elbow, I think that can be forgiven. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I do think you need to take – you need to cop a couple of weeks for making an error of judgment, sure. But I I think think I need to see what happened to – Maybe it looked worse because of how fucked up he was. He didn't didn't raise his elbow when you look at it. He didn't actually lift his elbow. He, he was going it. for a shoulder charge and yeah. it was just his elbow that happened to make contact with him. It's again, it's one of those situations you've got two players going. There you go. He didn't get up in a hurry, did he? No, he's fucked. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> That's... Yeah, fuck yeah, that. Doesn't look like in like intentional to try to kill him, but it's, nah. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. He went for the bump, but yeah. I don't think he went to clean him up with the elbow. I no. think he was leaning with his shoulder. Very poorly executed. Unfortunately, if anyone who's ever sung this song knows, the elbow bone's connected to the fucking shoulder bone, which in this occasion <laughs> is that guy's fucking <laughs> head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um, hey, I think the, the only other thing that, it, that sort of – I don't know. Is in my head right now. Is I, I watched uh, that Adam Goods the final quarter. Yeah. Last night. Yeah, right. I I didn't realize how bad it was for that guy. Was it like as AFL fans who watched him playing at the time? Did it seem like he was being unfairly targeted and like just the way he was getting booed all the time? The boos, yeah. Well, everyone gets booed. Yeah. Like right. I'd, it's becoming the best more get and booed. more prevalent. These days, like, yeah, it used to be you don't you don't boo people. It's poor form. Yeah, even at the the Saints Lions game, the referee, yeah, except, yeah, referee, except yeah. Them, those green maggots deserve. So, it. you reckon they're booing him because he was good though, not because he was in, indigenous? I, yeah, I reckon it's. I, I, my opinion is they're booing just because they're booing a good player, like to try yeah, and put him off, right. not because he's yeah. black. Yeah, I, okay. Again, I I blame the media. I think. They were booing him because he was good, but 
having spoken to a lot of Indigenous people just in everyday walks of life, as an Indigenous person, when something happens to you, we as white people have the – we don't ever have to question. If someone boos us, we just go, I'm a cunt or whatever. Yeah. As an Indigenous Australian, there's always in the back of their head going, fucking, wow. are they booing me because I'm good or are they booing me because I'm black? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So – and then I think, honestly, the media played into that mm. because it was a fucking good story and it was good press. And I think to a certain degree, Goodsy started to – same as Eddie, Eddie Betts. Eddie, yep. Um, he was loving it. When they – so their natural instinct as Indigenous people is to stand up for themselves, and that's where Goodsy came with the pointing to the colour of his skin and everything like that. Yeah. Like, that was him going, if you are booing me because I'm black, I'm good and I'm black, so fuck you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and good on and, him. And, and then that just descended into this whirlwind of fucking hatred and disgust and – and then there, there definitely were some redneck fuckwits out there yeah. that just went, we're just going to boo him every game because it obviously gets under his skin, it puts him off. And the sad thing is it took a great player and made him hate the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he wants absolutely team. nothing to do with the game in this day and yeah. age. Like mm. It's it's sad because yeah, he, was, he was one of the greats. Yeah. yeah. Is he Swan's and second Swans. best ever? Yeah. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And it was all because it – it's where these fucking TV stations want to take sport and turn it into a soap opera mm. because they can make money off it seven days a week that way. Yep. Just think, if we didn't have the fucking dramas, we wouldn't have shows like 360 footy and Fox 360 and fucking yeah. where they sit around and you watch those shows, fucking only half of that show is actually about games. Oh, the right. other half is about the shit that we're talking about, the off-field antics yeah. and yeah. fucking People getting busted in Bali, and it's true. It's just it's more, the- more entertaining than Neighbours. <laughs> Fucking hell! And it's got a much bigger cast, and that's it. Yeah, and yeah. that's it's all about people being able to make more money off the sport because Fox can fucking have a TV show on every night of the week now because yep. they've got something to fucking talk about. Mm. Whereas back in the day, it was ninety minutes on a Thursday night. The footy show. Here's the games. Here's what happened last week. Here's what's happening this week. He's a cunt. He's a dickhead. Thank you very much. Good That's night. it. Yeah. Now, now they need something now to fill out. 24, 24 fucking seven sports because someone's and it, creating. And it's mostly mayo money. with those blokes. It's, yeah. It's all made up. It's, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what you did there. <laughs> um, but I think where my head went to with, with watching it was it made me sort of think back to like the Kathy Freemans of the world <coughs> who were, who were standing up for indigenous rights when yep. the world was far less open-minded yeah. than what it is now. It must've been brutal for, for that, her. That room. Yes. That reminds me of like Nikki Winmar. Yeah. Yeah. Used to cop the, all the abuse and the name calling that they, you know, the famous yeah. shot of him lifting up his Jersey pointing and, to the skin. Same as Goodsy. It's yeah. And he was, he was talking, like, who is his coach through all of that? I want to say Stan Alves. I honestly, whoever it was, he was saying, "Oh, be wrong, aren't I, Dad? You're gonna, you're gonna tell me I was wrong about a few things last time." <laughs> and my old man was like, "You should know this. Yeah. He's there now, and he's there now." Like, Fuck. His, his coach was basically saying he didn't have to deal with this, you know. And, yeah. and then on the docker, he's like, "Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we just didn't talk about it." But yeah, no, nah, I thought that was that was pretty sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anywho, um, I don't have much else on on that. No, I think sports sports stuff we're done. Sports is over. 
It's the fun and we're getting, shit. getting closer. We're only an hour out from the game. Um, shall we take another break and yeah. come back and wrap things up with a little bit of fun stuff? Yeah, sure thing. All right. Yeah, it's been very serious. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of mood a bit. Fuck. <laughs> Season of mode. All right, now for something completely different. Oh, we have our little segment called So I Found This on the Internet. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to recap you quickly, Whiteley, because um, you don't listen to pods. On the last one, I discovered on the internet a baldo. <laughs> a, a baldo. Oh it's a God. dildo that you create out of your testicles. Yes. So it's a little, little silicon device you Pop your pop your agates in, and then you you pump away at your missus's favourite hole, and um. And its catch cry was, uh, "Let the ball sex revolution begin." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bizarre man. And we put pictures up. Picture, too. Yeah, Google it. You Why? won't be disappointed, or you will be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do? Yeah, we decided it would yeah, be painful. That's what we thought. I tried to reach out to them, but then I got scared in case they sent me one. I was like, I'm not going to try that out. Well, look, I'm, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it sexual. Yeah, cool. And talk about KFC. Oh, oh greasy boxes. I love, I love me some dirty bird. <laughs> um, not as much as this guy named uh, Gunbik Tunda. Gunbik <coughs> who, uh, yeah, a couple of days ago got busted in the Woodridge um, KFC drive-through, placing his order with his meat in his hand. Uh, yeah, he ended up in court. Pretty expensive visit to the colonel. Had he had he put his cock away by that stage? Oh, hey. <laughs> he, was, he was there for a top up. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> straight down the cornhouse with his ankle. <laughs> uh, that's me. That's wow. that. That's all I had. That's the only thing that came across my. Uh, so I'm, ta- good I'm taking it away from the dirtiness. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting us out of the gutter. Um, so this is what I found on the internet. All right, you've. Both no doubt heard of Archer or Bob's Burgers. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So yep. the voice actor for Bob or Archer, H. John Benjamin, he – this was yes. a while ago he's done this, uh, 2015. He released a jazz album. What? Under the name John Benjamin Jazz Daredevil. The <laughs> album's called Well, I Should Have. It's like Seth MacFarlane. So he went out, hired a jazz band to play all the songs while he played the piano. The catch is – he doesn't know how to play the fucking piano. Oh, yes. So this this album, I find, it's every bit of brilliant that you'd expect oh, it to be. Oh, this is going to be fantastic. So I haven't queued up any particular parts, but have a go at this. What's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Now, that 
that goes on for like eight songs. So like, I could keep going. It is amazing. I love it. It is so bad. It's so good. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's what I found on the internet. I was going to play more songs, but I think that's probably enough. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm not going to rush out and buy that one. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, it you is. Know, whenever I want to, uh, whenever I get put on the NPBR, what have you found on the internet? I just simply type in uh, Flat Earthers. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. What are they doing? Because the one I was trying to find, I, I can't actually find, but this is a true thing where a guy was saying he was talking to a Flat Earther and he was telling him that there are these things in the ocean called water hills. Mm. And when ships disappear from view, they don't actually sail over the horizon. Oh. They disappear behind these water hills. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Holy shit. That's an absolute boom. And uh, my other favourite one was the, the guy who reckons that he was talking to her. He, he reckons his plane was coming into to land. Just before he did, he spoke to the air hostess and said, I'd just like to have a word with the captain, please. <laughs> and the captain said, and, and the air hostess, of course, for the sake of the story, the air hostess said, sure, no worries. <laughs> and uh, this guy went in and spoke to the pilot. He said, so we've been flying in this general direction for eight, uh, eight and a half hours now. And the captain was like, yes. He goes, so allowing for the curvature of the earth, that means you'd have to dip the nose of the airplane down. And the pilot said, no, I don't have to do that. And the flat earther said, well, that means that we've been flying in a flat line. And apparently the captain <laughs> winked at him knowingly and said that to him. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, How do these so, people remember to breathe? Like, yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. But, they uh, they yeah, so, sleep apnea. Any, any, any time I want to find something interesting, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just, just Google flat earth. But water hills. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. I'm going to research the water hills for next time. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'll see if I can send them. <laughs> Less humorous, but um, something that did happen recently. In fact, it happened on June 13. The Fear Factory album, the amazing Fear Factory yes. album, the manufacturer turned 27 years old. <laughs> Fuck, we're old. Yeah, we are. <laughs> No, don't even fucking start. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my favourite albums are older than you got. <laughs> you, you much of a Fear Factory yes. fan? Yes. Sorry? You much of a Fear Factory fan? Yes. Yeah. It was, it was one of the bands that you and I bonded over. Yeah, and me and me. And Wasn't Fear Mr. Factory Mick. when I met you that you had sampled their drum kit? Yes, that's right. <laughs> All right, there you go. Yeah, yeah. The, the first. had actually gone through and sampled every single individual beat from the Fear Factory drum kit to create the perfect drum kit for his own music. Wow, which album was that from? This one, uh, obsolete, obsolete. Actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, had the thicker bass drum, more digital. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty fucking lame. So but speaking yeah. of, we should have stuck, stuck with that drummer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the Fear Factory album, Demanufacture, yeah. that's what I've picked for my album review of the week because of, of the month. Uh, album of the month. Album of the month. Fair just right. because it's twenty. Album. Let's just let's rename it. Album of the however long it takes us to make another podcast. Yes, exactly. Yes, album of the pod. Right. There we are. Um, album of the pod. Yes. So um, <laughs> we've got a bit of a bit of intro music coming. 
This is a short sample of the manufacturer. Great song, shit sticker for my car. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going to go. <laughs> yeah, ginormous sticker across the back of the old VN Commodore. Yep. Where, where is, is your, your saviour now? now? <laughs> and are you religious? <laughs> Fuck off. No. <laughs> I see where they get it. I just learned, I learned two interesting things during that part. Yeah. Uh, first thing that I learned is I can't hear anything that goes through your microphones. Oh. oh. I'm only listening to you guys ambiently, which means I heard none of the music that was just played. Oh, man. But I also learned <laughs> that watching Woodsy listen to Fear Factory with no backing music <laughs> is truly a wondrous thing. Wow. <laughs> Keep forgetting there's a camera. The passion on his face is just, oh, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is, this is the, uh, the band that, I got you into metal with. It was. Yeah. It was actually the obsolete album, but yeah, I'll yeah. forgive you because this is still an absolute banger. Yeah, the best. Um, released in June 99, making it 27 years old this month, mm. on Roadrunner Records, as all great metal albums we were back 99. in the day. Oh, that doesn't add up. Wait. 99, 27. I said 95. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, this album, obviously – set them off as the pioneers of industrial metal yeah. and it's since cemented their place in the greatness of it. Yeah. Um, so the premise of the album is about a man struggles against a machine-controlled government with each song a chapter in his life. The band stated that the album took its inspiration from the movie The Terminator. Yes. A theme that follows in subsequent Fear Factory albums, most notably Obsolete, because it follows the same sort of yeah. – and it's <laughs> yeah. so great. War Against the Machines. Yes. Um, they've got their distinct sound, uncomparable to any band that I've ever heard. Uh, Raymond Herrera's faultless fast drumming, Dino Cazera's music writing and mental guitar skills, to Burton C. Good, bro? Yeah. Burton C. Bell's low metal screams to his uncanny ability to throw in the harmonics makes any Fear Factory song unmistakably Fear Factory. It was hard to pick favourite songs from this album, uh, with most just being absolute bangers. But if I had to pick top three, I'd got to go with Piss Christ, Self Bias Resistor, and Body Hammer, just for nostalgic reasons. Again, the yeah, VN, yeah. <laughs> Body Hammer in the VN. Boom. Oh, man. How good were those days? It was amazing. Um, man, sorry, am I cutting you off? No. Yes, but no. Go, go yes. ahead. So I've got a, I've got an album fun fact. That's all. Yeah. And then we can throw to our nostalgia shit. Uh, so the album was recorded at Bearsville Studios in rural New York. Also in residence at the studio at the time was John Bon Jovi recording the album These Days. 
Now, Fear Factory were in the studio next door, and one of Bon Jovi's engineers asked them to turn the sound down as it was bleeding into Bon Jovi's drum mics <laughs> during his recording sessions. Yes. <laughs> That's all. It would have been better. It would have been, yeah, yeah. improvement. Um, I think so, the thing for me that, that always blew me away was I'd, I'd play Fear Factory to um, like old school drummers and whatnot who weren't into metal, and they were always like, they had this thing of like he's playing upside down, like his feet are doing oh, what okay. his hands should do and his hands are doing what his feet should do. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> hey, I don't understand any of that. Like, yeah, he keeps he keeps um, a rhythm with his snare as opposed to his oh, kick, okay. like a rock song. Because his feet are just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. And we've the seen days. them every time they've toured since Obsolete, which was 99, I think we saw them. Wow. 98. Yeah. Yeah, the year after school. February 98. Yep. Or 99. I don't know. It was the year after. <laughs> yeah. So good. Epic. Some of the, um, the videos since then of poor old Bert trying to sing with oh, blown out throat and whatnot. Yeah, I was watching some today. <laughs> so why have they kept From that online? 2016. They, and it was a pro shot one as well. So it's mm. no shitty handheld camera. And <laughs> they paid for that. His voice so was like, just so it. blown out. And it's, oh, <laughs> you poor bugger. Like, I know you're better than that. Yeah, when it's we like saw him, me trying to do it. <laughs> when we saw him doing the uh, the what do you call it? Like the the playthrough. Yeah. When, last time we saw him, <coughs> maybe last time we saw him, maybe when they played um, "Demanufacture" from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was on. He was yeah. like so good. That I was twenty sixteen, I think. Yeah. Right. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we were just living in that moment, like the, yeah, yeah. Maybe it wasn't that great, but we thought it was. No, it was rose colored glasses. Yeah, yeah. And you cut your foot up and lost your shoe. And was it that time? <laughs> or maybe I don't know. Uh, I lost a shoe with you guys. <laughs> I know that's right, Lamb of God. Lamb of God. Yeah, I think I smashed you that night. You that's, did. <laughs> that's why I only ever wear like ten dollar Kmart shoes because if I lose one, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'd well buy actually, it. from now on, I only I only wear shoes that lace up to the ankle so that they can't come off. Actually, Chuck yeah, Taylors or Doc mm, Martens. Yeah, I got idea. my Docs that I go now. Yeah. Actually, I, I just don't go into pits anymore. I'm yeah, too old again. for that shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, I actually, just, I went to see who did I who did I see? I saw Devil Driver. Oh yes. Um, when they came out with as I as I lay dying? No. Oh really? Yeah. No, Avenge Sevenfold, I think they played. Uh, it. Yep. Uh, in the valley. And yeah, I jumped in the pit and about thirty seconds later went, Nope, nope. Yeah. I'm subscribed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crawled yeah. back out again. But like, see, I did my usual trick. I took a big fucking big unit with me. I always used it. <laughs> Steve was my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, no, way too often. That. You guys are talking about your favourite album being old at twenty-seven. My favourite album to thirty-five. This year. Jesus, what is it? Yeah, what's Jungle that one? Appetite for Destruction. Hey, that was that was the. Oh, it should have been on last yeah, month. Yeah. That was Steve's album. That was my album last month. Ah. <laughs> I, I say that is the single greatest rock and roll album that has ever been recorded. I or could not agree more. All right, uh, moving on. Movie. movie review, movie of the month. So I did. Hustle. At your uh, recommendation. Yeah. Hustle. Uh, the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. Netflix. Ah. Which, You've seen that one yet, Wiley? Not yet. Uh, Some of his best work for a while. 
Taking me to see basketball or bare knuckle boxing. We do everything. <laughs> I'm Stanley Sugarman. I'm a scout for the 76ers. So you're 22 years old. Because you can't be in the draft if you're over 22. Yes, I'm 22 years old. Who's this? It's my son. How old is he? He's 10 years old. Okay. Okay. Will you come to Philly? Your whole world's gonna change overnight. I gotta work. My mom and my daughter, they mean everything to me. Salary's $900,000. He will call in sick. He's raw, we train him, get him in NBA shape. What do you say? It's not gonna happen, Stan. You just gotta get back out there. You know, I haven't been home on my daughter's birthday for nine years running. I'm not asking. The Sixers don't know you stashed her. Being the guy who finds the guy matters in this business. Moltens fire you for this. I just want to make sure I do what's right for the kid. He's got a daughter to support. You got a daughter to support. No doubt about it, that kid's got it. Uh, it's, it's currently third highest ranked Adam Sandler movie on Rotten there, Tomatoes. There you go. Yeah, behind. You have to have Happy Gilmore. Yes. Yeah, you know what? The, hap- the the comedy stuff doesn't rate well. Yeah, people don't like oh, his it's slapstick. It's not Sandy Wakesla, surely. No, it was um, fuck. Rough uh, gems. Uncut Gems. Yeah, that's two. That was all right. And the one above it is the Meyerwitz, the Meyerwitz stories Sandy or- Sandy Wexler. Whatever it is. Wasn't it? No. No, nah, on, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you, but I'm in a hurry. Yeah, so. we're in a hurry. Uh, it's a Spring Hill Company- Slash Happy Madison production. Uh, Spring Hill is LeBron James's company that he uh, has with Maverick Carter, Maverick somewhere, <laughs> and some other people. They did Space Jam, the oh, new Space yeah. Jam. Yeah, uh, twenty-one million bucks to make the movie. Don't know how much it's made yet. It's only just out. So straight to Netflix. So you wouldn't think it's not going to have box office numbers anyway. Don't it's, know how that works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can they even make money? Is it just a no. money pit? Yeah. Um, aside from Sandler, Queen Latifah, Robert Duvall, and uh, Ben Foster, the movie is acted out pretty well exclusively by current and former NBA players, which is what I absolutely loved, uh, including uh, Juan Hernan Gomez, who plays Bo Cruz, the the main player in the in the in the movie. Um, of the writers and directors, the only person who seems to have done anything is, well, anything of note is Will Fetters, who did A Star Is Born. Okay. Yeah, the one with uh, Lady Gaga and- uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, that's him. In short, uh, the movie follows Stanley Sugarman, played by Sandler. He's a veteran NBA, uh, like an international scout. He, in, in the start of the movie, he gets his um, promotion- to an assistant coaching role with his club, the Philadelphia 76ers, which is what it, you know, he's always wanted because, well, he's sick of touring the world and whatnot or yep. getting around the world. Right as he gets the promotion, the owner of the Sixers uh, dies and his son, who's basically an ego-driven asshole, um, who Sugarman clashes with, says, no, you're going back on the road. Um, so he's kind of already disgruntled. Yeah. Yeah. He gets around and eventually, after going through multitudes of countries, finds Bo Cruz, a street baller in Spain. And yeah, it's where it kind of gets a bit, uh, what's the word? They've done this before kind of thing. The, the uh, what's the, how do you say it? The, the, the guy that shouldn't. 
come good comes good. Yeah, the, the street boy comes good. Yeah. Um, from the get-go, the boss, the new boss guy, just doesn't want it to happen. But Sugarman decides, screw it, I'm going to bring this guy back to America anyway. Long story short, uh, he ends up getting fired. He works out that he wants to try and get this guy into the NBA by himself. Do we give away the ending? No, let's not. Yep, and it goes from there. So that's what the story is about, him trying to get this guy into the NBA. And it has fun. It's it's a dramedy style, It's isn't dramedy. it? Dramedy. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely funny. Um, dramatic, but still funny. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, little bits of trivia about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Whiteley. Um, the movie is released in the year 2022, the same year the Boston Celtics finally make it back to the finals after 12 years. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and uh, Sandler was originally supposed to find the guy in China, oh. um, but because Netflix and China don't play well together, oh, okay. they decided to make it Spain. Yep. <laughs> Um, and yeah, as I said earlier, it's 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the third highest, highest ranked uh, Sandler movie. And none of his comedies are at the top. It's yeah, all wow. the weird dramas, Punch Drunk Love and- Far out. Uh, yeah. That's no These good. These guys are people that put this shit together and got no fucking idea what yeah, they're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, I tend Pretty to agree. Shit. This is a very fast and rushed one, but it's because the game's going to start soon. So That's right. It is what it is. Gentlemen, yes. leading out of that, I have asked you both to assemble your top threes. Now, the first one was about sport. Yeah. <laughs> Let's quickly run through our top three AFL grand final moments. I'm going to start. For me, the first one, the best one, 2003 Brisbane Lions. Yeah. The reason for me is simply because I got married on that day. Oh, yeah, I don't remember the game because I, I was at it. your fucking wedding. No. Um, uh, and I've got a team photo from that grand final at home, big framed one on my wall, and I don't even oh, like AFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. What else? What do you got? I, I've i got the – it's it's not a favourite. It's, it's just a memorable moment. It's the, the 2020, 2010 Saints first Pies draw. Oh, nice. Was a, it was a great game. Yeah. Would have been better if we had five more minutes. But Suck, sucks for you. Yeah, it sucks for me. You, did you have a, uh, any of these ones, Whiteley? No, I um, my um, I didn't realise you were going for moments. The What you said being was top three AFL grand finals. Yeah, that's um, – By the way. Yeah, so for me, I reckon it would have to be the 2004, I believe it was, uh, AFL grand final. Just let me do a check. Yes, make sure that I'm right. <laughs> yes. Um, when Port Adelaide beat the Brisbane Lions. Um, oh, really? Yes. There were many, many reasons why this was magnificent, not that, just for that, Port winning. That was the uh, end of the three-peat, wasn't it? It was. They were going uh, four in a row. The, yep. uh, uh, the Lions, and we managed to stop them, which no one thought we were going to do. Right. Um but one of the reasons, and this brings us back to what we were talking about earlier on in the game with sports rivalries and what makes sport such a magical bonding and, and can be great, was I watched that up here. The, the 2004 was the year I moved back to Brisbane uh-huh. from South Australia. And I watched that game at the Green Bank RSL. Um, You'd have been the only was, person in a Port Adelaide jersey. 
I was not stupid enough to wear any <laughs> gear. I was in I was in plain clothes, and so was pretty much everyone else. We were surrounded. There would have been, I reckon, probably 200, 250 people watching it at yeah. Green Bank. It was huge. And I reckon there would have been maybe a dozen Port Adelaide fans, and we were not being vocal at all. <laughs> but, but we managed to find each other, and every time we kicked a goal or something, we'd give each other a winker and, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> but the moment that stood out for me was going up to the bar after the final siren uh, to grab a drink, and there was a bloke getting decked out head to toes in lion's gear. And he turns around and looks at me, and he goes, you're a Port Adelaide fan, aren't you? <laughs> I don't back down, and I said, yeah, mate, I am. And I went, here we go, it's all about two off and goes, I suppose I do a fucking beer then, don't I? Oh, beer together, and it was one of those moments where I went, "This is what sports about. This yeah. is why I love." Hell sport. yeah! This is what it's all about. Same as state of origin. You give each other grief. You give each other shit. You hang shit on each other, and at the end of it, you turn around and you go, "Fuck, good game. Have a beer." Yeah. Bloody oath. Uh, second moment for me. I'm going to go. <coughs> With the 2014 Hawks flag, purely because I was standing at Fed Square watching it on the big yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, for my, that was my first time I'd ever been in Melbourne. Yeah, it was just one of those moments. I still remember listening to um, Birds of Tokyo. Yeah, it yeah, was just, cool. It was sweet. <laughs> for me, I've got um, the Bulldogs 2016. That's just a sweet win for them. Right. They've They've... Oh, that between was, them and St yeah. Kilda, they got like the longest droughts between yep. between grand finals. So for them to win, yeah, and see them get drag Bob Bob Murphy up on stage, who's been a key part of their their team for like four hundred years, um, to be injured for the last part of that, and then get him up on stage to hold the cup up and let him wear the medal. It was just a, it was a magic moment in sport. That was cool, and that the coach was. was was awesome. Yep. What's his bloody name? That's Bevo. Bevo. Bevo, who we young shit on two episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was a good guy back then. Yeah. yeah. How'd you go? You got a second uh, one? You're not going to like my next one, Steve. But oh, the, fuck. The 97. Uh, oh, 97 grand yeah. final uh, where the Crows beat the Saints. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Which is my third, just for the <laughs> yeah. record. That was also mine. <laughs> it was just uh, the reason that was uh, one of my favourite moments had very little to do with it. It was because that was my first AFL grand final that I ever gave a shit about because um, I'd been in Adelaide long enough then to realise that I wasn't getting away from AFL, so I started paying attention to it. But just to be in Adelaide when they won their first ever grand final and to see how much joy it brought people. Oh, that Adelaide. would be electric there. Yeah, how they all got behind it, and it was amazing. That ticket tape parades through the streets, and bus stops were painted the colour of people yeah. went out and painted their front fences and their houses in crow's colours and stuff like that. And again, it was just one of those moments where I go, "This is why I fucking love sport." Yeah, that's amazing. You know, love you it. Know, sport and music, I think, are the two things that can just bring large groups of people together. Complete strangers. Yeah. They're the two things in the world that can make complete men, complete strangers, fucking hug each other and not give a shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Probably the, the, yeah. the, the two things that you and I actually fucking do bond over. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, for me... We, all, we also had Holden cards. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, for me, that was the, the grand final that we double or nothing done. Yes. Yeah, after the Super League grand final, we, we won a cart and a beer, I think it was, or the NRL grand final, whichever yep. was first. 
we double or nothing on the Super League Grand Final with your old man. This yep. is uh this was schoolies that was for schoolies, us. Schoolies, yeah. Uh, which was <coughs> an amazing weekend, and then we doubled it to four cartons. Yep. Because we said double or nothing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said it. Yeah. I think he was trying to get out of paying us. Yep. Another bittersweet <laughs> moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> bittersweet. Yep. What we remember of it. Yeah. And my third, it's it's kind of a cheat because it's basically three years running, and it's the the Lions three peat. Yeah, just their era of dominance and the the players they had is just amazing. AFL would not be what it is in Queensland right now without that three peat. No, exactly. It'd be almost non-existent without that. Yeah, yeah, did wonders for the game. Let's do our three favourite sports yeah, movies. That's easy to do. Um, I, I I was struggling hard out on this because I just had like. Ten that I could have chosen between. There's so many to pick from. Yeah. It's so hard. And these aren't in any particular order, but um, special mentions for me are Moneyball. I love that movie. And Hustle. Uh, This has got to be top five for me. (coughs) Uh, But my my top three. um, First one, Draft Day. I love that movie. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, NFL movie. Yeah, Yeah. right. Kevin Costner. (coughs) Okay. Yeah. Excellent movie. Yeah, takes you through the emotions of the day, essentially, and the wheeling and dealing that goes on. Yeah, cool. I had – sorry, I was reading my thing. <laughs> sorry, my bad. Um, my first one, I picked The Replacements. Oh, fuck yeah. I forgot about that one. Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman. Yeah. That was, that's one of my favourite – That was. You know, favourite sporties. That was a good one. What you got, Wiley? Uh, we're going from third to third. Um, I think um, I one of my favourite sports movies, and I, I don't know if this counts because it's more of a drama, but it is around baseball. There's an old Clint Eastwood movie called uh, The Problem with the Curve. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's a scout, um, but his eyesight's fading. Mm. And his daughter's also getting into a scout. It's a, it's a drama, but it's a really, really good film. Yeah. And his, his eyesight's going, but he can hear how a player pitches. He's a yeah. pitching scout. Yeah, and um, I, uh, Justin Timberlake's in it as well. He's, okay. a, he's a young guy who's learning how to be a scout. Oh, and shit. he falls in love with Clint Eastwood's daughter and blah, 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 blah. But just it showed you just how the old school guys, he, he could hear a pitch. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he was like, it's not about what their stance, it's not about their wind-up, it's not about anything. It's about the sound the ball makes as it leaves their hand and travels through the air and the sound it makes when it hits the catcher's glove. He could hear the curve. Yeah, wow. Is that a based yeah. on a true story one? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, well, the character's cool. based on – I don't know about the love story between yeah, Timberlake yeah. and the young girl, but, yeah, it's definitely based on a, a on a scout who was virtually blind, but he yeah, could right. still tell you exactly what pitch the guy had thrown and roughly how fast it had gone and so forth from the sound it made when it The problem yeah. with the curve, was it? Yes, the Ooh. trouble with the curve. The trouble, the trouble with the curve. The okay, with the curve. I'll have to check that out. I remember actually on the, on that topic, uh, everybody after Shane Warne's passing talking about how the ball would sizzle, like he spun it so hard that they'd, they'd hear it yeah. moving through the wow. air. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, next one. Um, yeah, what do you got? Oh, remember the Titans. I mean, <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. How can you not? That, that's actually my second one as well. So yeah. May as well not even an out. Yeah. It's, it's not even – one of the best sports movies. It's one of the best movies. It is. It's great. Yeah. Love that movie. <laughs> Jeez, we're, we're uh, I like the – my second one would be The Fighter. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's 
um, just the the drama and the tension between the families and everything like that. And yeah. then, of course, it's a feel good, feel good movie, gritty, and there was lots of punching in it. Yeah, it's like a million <laughs> million dollar baby. That was feel good, not. Mm. <laughs> um, and look, the last one I'm going to go with is purely I love it because of who's in it and it's terribly acted and the story's pretty goals in it. But I love The Final Winter. I haven't seen that one either. Haven't you? No, what's that one? It's the the final season of a Newtown Jets player who's a oh. th- old – he's a throwback. He's, a, he's like a thug. Okay. Basically, it starts the movie. His brother's on the opposite team playing for St. George, I think it was. Yeah. And he, <coughs> and he coat hangers him. Oh. And it's like, and he gets suspended for most of the season. And yeah, the, the, the movie's just essentially back then talking about what Whiteley was talking about last time he was on the show about how the game's getting soft and oh, okay, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. What was that one called? The Final Winter. Matty Johns is in it. Oh, far <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. All right, would you? Yeah, I went with um, Days of Thunder for my. Hey. For my one, just for a bit of car racing one, it was it was good. Is that because you watched Top Gun recently? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But I did have honourable mentions because it was so tough to pick. Up. Yeah. Like how how has no one picked a Rocky yet? Or yeah, um, yeah. I thought know, about it. Raging Bull or A League of Their Own, stuff like that. Yeah, fuck, so many good ones. And it was it was a toss mm. up because I wanted to chuck Happy Gilmore in there. We're like, oh, oh yeah. You know, comedy, great. It's a fantastic Would have covered movie. both. Yeah. Sandler. That would definitely be one of my honourable mentions. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think hands down my favourite sports movies all the time. Uh, it's called Green Street Hooligans. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, yeah, about the elf side, oh, outside yeah. the game. About the, about the football hooligans. Um, uh, I forget the young fellas. Jacks. The main character. But, <laughs> I, Jacks from Sons of Energy. Is it Charlie Hunnam? Yeah, that's him. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, that was uh, that was when he when he when he spoke with his proper British accent. Yeah. But no, I was actually talking about the main guy, the American guy, Sean, someone or other. Oh he yeah. Was one of the, I'm sure. Yeah, he's a hobbit. Um, but yes, yeah, <laughs> so much violence and actually showed um, truly the the true workings and just how big the uh, the British football hooligan scene really is, how much it, it actually means more to these guys than the fucking game. It was it was the first like, thing they that don't, they don't care about the game; it's about the firm. Yeah, yeah. that was the first thing right. that made me stop thinking soccer was soft and for pussies <laughs> and whatnot. It's like holy shit, what happens <laughs> off the field, not on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah, until you've actually played soccer, you don't realize there's a lot of shit that goes on on the field that you can't see. I'm sure. I'm sure. I couldn't play anything. Anyway. <laughs> well, is, is, is that us? That's us. We have a game on. I, I hate, hate to cut us short Yeah, having a bit of banter, but. We are definitely um, yeah. rac- racing it like never before. I know. Counting, it is counting down. Elijah oh. Wood. That's his name. Oh. That's it. The real hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking here and they – oh, it seems to have disappeared now. Damn you, Facebook. I just had the team lineup. They've, um, oh. I, we can no, run through 1 to 17 and see who's got the best player in every position, but have time. We, we, we would just come up. Yeah. All, right, we'll, we'll All Maroon. Next. Battery's running out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, special guest. Thanks, thanks Heather. No worries. <laughs> Too easy, guys. Heather Lockley. Heather Lockley. Yeah, I, I – 
I seriously, as the special guest, I, I put in a vote to change the name of this shit to uh, Is This Thing On? <laughs> I, I don't mind that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. We've invested so much into the into the, the labelling and shit as it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this. All Go right. Queensland. Right. Go Queensland. Queensland. Blues. 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 Redcliffe, the best team all season and the best team on grand final.